Welcome or welcome back to part four of the Back to School Blitz of the Joy Loving Home podcast. I <laughs> had the best of intentions to make this five straight podcast. So hopefully if you're listening to this in the future, you haven't been waiting a few days. I cannot tell you how hectic this back to school year seems to have become. Three different kids going to three different schools in two different states. Anyway, it's getting uh it's getting close to where in my head I'm going to have a real routine soon, but we all know how that goes. So we'll see. <laughs> Jumping right in. Today, I wanted to talk about breakfast, lunch, and snacks. And I originally had planned when I sketched out this five-part blitz that this would be a big talk about cleaning out your fridge and your pantry and setting it up for being school ready, which obviously you can still do. But then I, this is probably personal because food frustrates me. I have it in my head that it is a skill set that I will never have, which is my first big mistake. It's not that I don't enjoy cooking. It's not that I even terribly mind cleaning up. I get hung up on the what's for dinner and the do I have all the ingredients in place. And so that has sort of revolved around my entire food mindset, I guess. Yeah, I. so I decided I was going to pivot a little bit and talk about what's at least my reality with breakfast, lunches, and snacks and see if it helps anybody out there that sort of has the, the same frustrations that I do. First and foremost, I want to say that this current generation of moms providing food for their kids at school, you have had it harder than any other generation ever because of social media. <laughs> it's, they're like literally think back to your days, and I know I'm older than most, I'm sure, but you were not having fun shapes in the lunchbox. Our biggest show off thing at the lunchroom was which metal lunchbox we happened to purchase for that year. And, you know, did it have, I can't even remember who would have been on it, but like Scooby-Doo or did it have the Hardy Boys? <laughs> I'm not that old. But anyway, you get what I mean. It was about how cool was our lunchbox, not how cool was the food inside it. And I am not lying to you when I say I ate the exact same peanut butter jelly sandwich, chips that we transferred into our own baggie. It wasn't like single packaged food item and two Oreo cookies like every day, kindergarten, at least through middle school. I, every, I, <laughs> I was not one that wanted to buy hot lunch. And I never complained that it repeated every day. I don't know. I remember seeing some friends who would have some moms who would like pack them leftovers, but we didn't have microwaves either. So you, were, you weren't any, eating anything warm. I don't know. So we have it worse. So I'm just going to let us get really real about when we have to think about breakfast, lunch, and snacks during the school year. So the first thing I want to say is let's set our bar really, really low. And just say providing food at all counts, period. If it's they buy the hot lunch, 
if it's convenience packaged foods or if it's the exact same meal every single day and it does not look cute. Food is food and you're nurturing your child. Bonus points if you're leaning into attempting to make it slightly healthier, but you don't have to go crazy. Now, by all means, if this is your thing and you love doing this, embrace that. Embrace that that's your thing. Don't be ashamed of it. Don't let other moms who feel guilty that they aren't doing what they like what you are capable of doing. Don't make them make you feel bad. Let's all celebrate where our talents lie. And if food is your talent, run with it. If it's not, don't be ashamed by it. We all have different talents in different places. (laughs) So with that being said, I do want you to evaluate why are you making the choices you're making around these food choices? Is it because your kid cares? Or is it because you think you're supposed to care if you're going to be a good mom? Seriously, like evaluate where this energy and this anxiety around this providing of food comes from. If your kid couldn't care less, then please let this one go. You have other places to be worried about than, than the food game. So fix them the same dang thing every day if it makes them happy. Fix them the same thing until the point at which they're like, you know what, I'm tired of this. Then come up with a new plan and fix that every day for another month. And then when they say, oh, I'm tired of this, then say, do you want to go back to what you used to have? Or do we need to brainstorm something new again? If they're a kid that's like, I don't want to eat the same thing every day, then involve them, assuming they're old enough, in, okay, well, let's be realistic and let's come up with some ideas that you can help at night too. Involve them with as much of preparing of the lunch ahead of time that you can. And if they start getting tired of doing that with you or you start meeting resistance, then be like, you know what, you don't have to help, but I'm going to put in whatever I put in for lunch and that's what you'll get. Like, I'm not saying to be harsh or or rude to your kid. I'm just saying these are realities that it's okay for them to be exposed to. If it matters to them, involve them greatly. If it doesn't matter to them, then don't make it complex. Second thing I would say in regards to that, if they love eating the school lunch, feed them the school lunch. If they don't mind prepackaged foods and it's your way of surviving, and this is how you know whether it's your way of surviving or not versus it being a crutch. If you have purchased food with the idea of this is the cool lunch I'm going to make for my kid and before the week is over you're not still fixing it each day and you're discovering you have old food in the fridge that you're now having to throw in the trash but you're like convenience food costs so much yes so does throwing food in the trash that you thought you were going to use so if you notice yourself not getting it done and throwing a bunch of food away, then go ahead and let yourself have the quote-unquote crutch of convenience food. If you're like, but I mean, I don't want to always do that, that's okay too. Try and match your energy levels and say on when I'm feeling it, I'm going to fix cool food. And when I'm not, I'm going to have the convenience food on hand as a backup. I would say my biggest tip of all is even if you're pretty great at this, and even if you have a plan all the time, even if you've been doing great, have a small box of Uncrustables in the freezer and some packaged foods in the pantry for that one morning that goes to pot. And you're like, ah, 
it can't even throw the convenience food in, send them out the door and don't think another thing about it. But at least have that stuff on hand because we're all going to hit a morning that just falls apart. So that's just a comfort in the background of your head that says, I have this in the freezer and in the pantry if necessary. I want this podcast to be around that. The other thing that I want to to remind you is if you're like, no, 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 this is my year. This is my year. I want food to work out. What joy would be your advice for all of that? And if that's your thing and you're like, this is my year, then by all means, absolutely clean your fridge out. Have at least zoned it out where you know a certain shelf has all the lunch stuff. Another shelf has all the leftovers. Another shelf has all the drinks. Things where you can just It's not labeled, it's not rainbow colored, it's not fancy packaging, it's just the food is in a general place in my head, I know where that is. You don't have to explain it to everybody else with labels inside your fridge. Same with pantry. I'm all about very large zones in your pantry. It's baking, it's breakfast foods, it's meal foods. Like don't overthink its snacks. Make some of the things on the height where they can reach and they can grab those things for themselves because self-serving is great. If you went grocery shopping and they're around when you're putting things away, have them put things into the zones so they get used to knowing where it is. But food, unlike other places in your home to organize, is much trickier and it was never intended to look like these perfect things we see today. A closet, if you overhaul your closet, it will stay that way for a while because the volume of new purchases that you have to make new plans for is very small. And you're like, well, Joy, but laundry gets done every... Yes, but once you've set a closet up and it's been clean and all the clothes are in place once, when they come back through, you still know where they go because there was some plan allotted for what existed. When you shop, unless you literally purchase the same things at every grocery trip, you can't pre-set a space for these foods because something new will catch your eye or you're deciding to cook something different this week or there's something else for sale this week. That inventory shifts so much that it was never meant to be these perfect packaging that you see in these Instagram pictures or these Pinterest pens that you've penned. So just give yourself grace around the whole breakfast food snack lunch arena. I think that's as much as I wanted to say there. And I don't want to drag this on longer than it needs to. So I'm going to wrap up this back to school blitz tomorrow with part five, which is going to lean into organizing our mindset and our kids mindset for the new school year. And until next time, continue to choose joy.